Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spirit Switchboard. I am your host, Carolyn Shellhorn, and you are listening to us live on the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. Tonight's show is so extra special. I was really, I'm really looking forward to this uh, segment. And I asked fellow UPRN hosts, Laura Lee Potvin and David Hansel to join me. So just for those of you who may not be aware of who they are, Laura Lee Potvin is a Canadian clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki master, energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, medical intuitive, spiritual teacher, mentor, podcaster, humanitarian, registered nurse she's wears all the hats she has <laughs> she's very knowledgeable about the paranormal she lived in an extremely haunted home for 11 years and Laura Lee shared her story on the travel channel's paranormal survival in or survivor sorry paranormal survivor in season four episode nine called demonic hauntings Laura Lee's two shows with UPRN are the Angel Rock on Mondays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and the Thing at the Foot of the Bed on Thursday nights from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. with David Hansel. David, intuitive medium David Hansel, has been able to sense, see, and hear spirit from a very young age. After a near-death experience as an adult, he decided to spend his life in service to spirit, giving them a voice to tell their stories and deliver messages to their loved ones. With this dedication, he has been able to help others understand and validate there is life after death and how to proceed on their life's journey with the help of angels, spirit guides, and the loved ones who are crossed over. Welcome. Thanks for joining me, guys. Oh, and I love it. Thank you. We could have Lee, you're, you're a near-death survivor yeah. as well. I'm in, yeah, I am, but I had one as a toddler, So, and I've also studied them for 40 plus years professionally as well as personally. So what happens because David had his as an adult, especially, and we co-host on Thursday nights when he talks about his experience or he's describing stuff. It's almost like I, I know exactly what he's saying, or I get bits and pieces and flashbacks from it, but not quite the same as, as you know, how profound it was for David as an adult. It was fun. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I can't say it was fun, but yeah, it's, it's an experience and in for people who had them, it's like we refer to it as a reset. And that's how I think of it as a, a reset. Was the transition afterwards really hard? To like, come back here? Yeah. Yeah. My first year was excruciating. I was I'm terrible. sure that it was. I'm yeah. sure that it was. It's I've really not weird. had that experience, but through a session, um, a fellow that died from an epileptic seizure. Um, they, my team put me in his body. So I was seeing through his eyes, experiencing his death and where yeah. he went into that healing place after. And what I saw, like what I perceive as angels and the colors and the feeling of unconditional love that we don't have here. It like, mm. just were like, can't describe it. The words can't describe it. And I remember when I came like, back into the the space i was i was in a funk for a couple of months after because that felt like home and yeah. here was like that's what sticky. i call it home no yeah. that's what i refer to it as yeah for a year after that for a year and it, and it i can tell you I, I anybody who goes through an nde and even like you it changes everything um and mm. 
and sometimes it, it is difficult. Uh, and I was, I was told it was going to be difficult. You see the world differently. You see through everything. You understand what matters, what really doesn't matter. And that, hey, everybody just love everybody. Have a good time and enjoy your experience. You know, yeah, anger. Sandra said anger uh, when she came back from hers. And yeah, I was angry. <laughs> I was glad to come back because I understood why I was coming back. But when I was here, I was really, I was really peed off for a long time. Let's, I was edgy. Yeah, the, uh, I, I can appreciate that for sure. Mm -hmm. Sandra, I thank you for joining us. I sorry. Know a, sorry, Carolyn. I know a few people, believe it or not, that have had they would liken it to a near-death experience but did not physically die to have a yeah. near-death experience that literally they I, I think I've told you this off air both of you guys when on my previous network I used to do a show Monday through Friday and it was working with this younger gentleman and it's quite a profound story but anyways long story short another host on the network was a guest my first week. It was a Friday night. So I had this gentleman I was working with mentoring and the guest and they were finishing each other's sentences and she had not had an NDE. It happened during college. She said they were all watching movies on a Friday night. She stood up to go grab something and literally wasn't there. Like her her family didn't know what happened to her. Like physically she was there, but she was gone. She couldn't hear, she couldn't see. And she was transported to what she would liken it to be people want to call home, heaven, what have you. And the person I was mentoring had had already, I believe it was an NDE too. So they were finishing each other's sentences about what was here, what was there. They didn't even know each other. They'd never met before. It was so wild. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Sandra's just sharing. Edgy is a good word for it, Dave. I resonate with that. I had a very sharp, sarcastic sense of humor about it. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I Michelle, over in Australia. Michelle Pratt. Saturday over there. <laughs> Hi, Howie. And Hi, Howie. Oh my, we have people here from the we have people here from the future. That's awesome. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah. Julie Dow. Contessa Martins, Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. Are you coming to join us now too? Hello. My dog's decided she's joining us. <laughs> you Kathy Hanley Little, Gary and John, thank you so me. much, everybody, for joining us. Michelle's camping. I can't even believe it. Summertime over there in Australia, right? Oh, yeah, Michelle. She's a future girl. She's yeah. Is there a reason why you've decided to join us this evening? <laughs> Sorry, guys. My dog thinks she's a lap dog. Hello, Phil. I'm Michelle. Carrie Lynn, do you remember? Can you remember the colors you saw? The hardest thing for me is because when people ask about colors, mm -hmm. I saw colors that don't exist here. And, exactly. And yeah. It's, yeah. And it's really difficult to even try to bring them back up while I'm back here. I'm like, oh, yeah. the only way I could do it is if maybe I was even in a dream, you can't even get that same color. So it's really quite, it's quite interesting. I was wondering, a lot of people I think had told me that the colors were amazing. The colors, I don't, I don't have English words to describe for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for me, it was the, uh, the depth of unconditional love that 
I was feeling in that space. And what I saw, um, what I perceive as angels, it was like multitudes of them. And they had him in this healing space. He was yeah. almost like floating and wrapped in this gauze. And he was in this, he was in this healing space. And they said, he can't talk to me right now, but I could come back at another time. But they were like talking, but I don't know. I don't know what, or singing. It was just this hum that oh, was yeah. happening. And um, yeah. It, it it was profound. It was a very profound experience. For I spent a lot of floating. I spent a lot of time. It's, I, 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 anybody listening right now, for me, the coolest thing that I, I can't, I, there's no way to recreate it here, is to not, is to, is to be, you're conscious of you have a form, okay? I never paid attention to it. I never looked in the mirror because there weren't any. I just was there. But to... I remember walking through a this beautiful building, but as I was walking, I remember I'm walking, but I don't feel the gravity. I don't feel pain. I don't feel pressure. Mm -hmm. I don't feel anything. It was just, but I knew I was moving. It was very, yeah. it was, yeah. And it was, um, it, it, it literally took about like, <laughs> well, I guess in our terms, it literally took about like 30 seconds to go, oh, I remember this. You know, so it was yeah, like, yeah. 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 So and it's like light. Something. It's hard to describe. It's um, light. <laughs> I always just spread my arms and go, it's like this. <laughs> you just have, yeah. there's no physical sense, but yeah. there's a form. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I never paid attention, but I loved it. And you know what? And I'm sure I didn't even go all the way over to everything too. Cause who knows what, what, yeah. Astral plane we go. Some people say there's an astral after here. Like that's where, like, I guess you could say, which I kind of agree with, where when people speak of ghosts, it's usually because they're in that dimension, just that dimension, because I still hold on to ego as a ghost. Mm. But once you go past that ego, that's where it seems to change. Yeah. That's that's the only reason I can, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but I'm thinking if 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 we talk to spirits who are in a ghost form or something, if however you want to believe it, if we believe it, or if you do believe it, um, they tend to have their personality traits show sadness, anger, and all that other stuff, which is stuff I could not feel. No, you I'm, don't feel it. You can't. There was, a there was no reason for it. Yeah, no reason for it. We, so we just we started off talking about NDEs, but we're not yeah. we're not staying here. Yeah. We're gonna one thing I was going to add quickly when I was having my paranormal experience, and one of the entities that I remember, like it was 15 minutes ago. The reason why I bring it up is at the end of it, I called on Archangel Michael, and the colors that showed up were so reminiscent of the NDE. As a, as that's why I say I get little bits and flashes. Like when I say it was the most brilliant royal blue, white, and silver. Those aren't even the word. There aren't words to color. And you, I know if you've had one or you've experienced it, you know what I'm saying. Like it's just, you're. It's almost like your eyes can't see these colors, unless you're over on the other side. And there's yeah. no words. Mm -hmm. Yep. Can I show you guys my mug? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So a friend sent me this mug for Christmas and there was no card in it originally. So I didn't really know who it was coming from, mm -hmm. but somebody then sent me a message saying, Hey, did you get my mug? So this is from my friend, Richard. And look at it. 
Oh, cool. It's a spirit oh, sports my goodness. Park. You're famous. You have Isn't a famous that I am hoping, okay, because my partner shocked me because normally if he's going to get anything for Christmas, it's usually you can go shopping boxing day. Here's whatever X amount of money. He literally told me that he went out shopping and what he got. Now I'm hoping, hoping, hoping if it's what I think it is, I will be able to make mugs like that. Oh, super fun. And all kinds of things. So cross your fingers. It's so cool. I'm so happy. What a beautiful present. Yes, it was lovely. It's very thoughtful. So if you guys um, follow, if any of you follow me along on social media, every year I do, um, well, this is my, this was my sixth year doing this, uh, the 12 days of giving. So the first 12 days of December um, on social media, I do giveaways or offers. Uh, this year was a lot of fun. Like I did um, two different days. I did spots to join me on a haunted um haunted pub crawl uh that's going to be hosted by guelph urbex (laughs) yeah by guelph urbex which will be super fun uh paranormal investigations just uh some seances at my house uh yeah we just do different things so one of um i thought would be a, a cool idea would be to offer up a spot to join us on spirit switchboard and and i am really grateful to the two of you both of you laurie and david thank for, you for uh, asking us yeah i just wanted it to feel like a christmas party right so it, it is know. a party it, it, i even it made is. a t-shirt for tonight i'm a supernatural fan what does this say i forget oh hunting sorry saving saving christmas hunting things and the family business see Oh my gosh, that's fun. <laughs> so Jen Welsh with Wilson is the winner of our 12 days of, Yay, of giving. So Jen. we're going to be bringing her on. She is a custodian and trustee of the old Hay Bay Church located in Greater Napanee, Ontario. Um, Jen has had an interest in the paranormal for as long as she can remember her and her husband, Phil, who's joining us in the chat, uh, started a paranormal group called the Paranormal Associates of Lennox and Addington. So I would like to welcome Jen to the show. Can you get her on? Carrie, then you want me to bring her on? I think I got her. Got her. You got her. Hi, Hi, Jen. Hi. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. I was... I. Audibly went, there was a lot. I was actually surprised because I wasn't sure who, you know, who would be interested in, in coming on and, and everybody has different reasons why they would want to come on as well too. But when you, when you do these online giveaways, you copy and paste and you stick it into this name generator thing and hit the button and the names pop up right so it was super it was super exciting i think that uh you know our divine teams who are watching out for us made all that happen so i'm excited that you're here um and we have a history we have a little bit of a history a little bit of a history yes yeah do you do you want to do you want to share some of that um, I think it was maybe one of the first summers that my husband and I were a custodian at mm-hmm. Old Hate Bay Church, and we were just getting the church open, and in pulls this car, and this beautiful <laughs> light comes bouncing out of the car, 
With my red hair, then. Yeah. <laughs> He's so excited. I don't know what drew me here, but I have to come in and look and what's going on. And you just, you blew our mind because you walked the grounds, you walked the church, and you just started validating all, I'm getting goosebumps right now, validating all these things that Phil and I had been experiencing, like just, you didn't miss a beat. You were so, and you're so sweet. Thanks. And so full of energy and just so kind. I think you were there a couple hours and you're like, oh, I got, I got somewhere to be. Like, I got to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's about, it's just over three hours from where I live. And yeah. I was there doing other events. And, mm-hmm. and when I, when I would go to Napanee, I would do like the one big, you know, dining with the dead event in that area. And then I would stay and do. Uh, individual sessions or private message circles and that sort of stuff. But I would stay at the dodgy like motel where all the hydro (laughs) workers would stay. And so I would like drive the (laughs) highway and look at the, the historic signs. So I just started following the Hay Bay church uh, signs and, and stopped. And um, you guys were so gracious when you came out uh, oh, and allowing me, and then you grabbed a pen and paper, and you were just like writing everything down that I was getting. <laughs> we so, still have it in the file cabinet. There. Oh yeah, that's like, awesome. Yeah, it was and amazing. then you know uh, that connected me to the cops team that's that uh, was working in that area. And um, recently, a few months ago, I was in the area. Uh, one of the members of the cops team uh, died, uh, Darren, and. Uh, we had just texted each other a few days before he passed away and it it was very, it was just very sad. And so I, I went to old Hay Bay and I did an EVP session and I haven't listened to it yet. Cause I'm, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to hear Darren's voice from the other side yet. I mean, it's okay if he comes through another way, but I'm, I don't know. And I don't know if I'm running yet, but I haven't listened to the EVP session yet. It's still sitting on the voice recorder and, you know, maybe yeah. I, in a, a little bit more time, then I'll be ready to listen to it and see if he shows up. But I was pretty like, I was like, I know that I'm the one. So when I did the tour just of the, and you guys were allowing me to share the, I don't remember his name. What was the original minister's name of the church? Uh, William Losey. He was very frustrated with Darren smoking the cigarettes from the <laughs> reservation because they yeah. were pretty stinky and he didn't want them smoking on the property. So yeah. the custodians changed the rules about where people were allowed to smoke after. So when I met, like I met Darren after doing this reading because the information was shared. And so when I went back to do the EVP session, this time I'm like, <laughs> I want to smell the stinky cigarettes. <laughs> Blow some smoke in my face. Please be here. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, James, for being here. The Wiz is here. And Michelle Plummer is saying congratulations, Jen. Thank you. I'm not sure who was commenting your shirt, Lorelei. Oh, well, Facebook you. user. You're very, you understand how to um, help people 
Yeah. Um, so what you're going to do, you got three choices. And Dave filled in for me last night because I forgot do, some yeah, of them. Because this is my Facebook thing I shared. So they're probably. Okay. Well, tell them, them what to do for your page and then I'll tell them what to do because it's easy I, for your page. Yeah. I did it in my group. So if you're in my group or even if you're outside of my group and you're watching this, um, if you're, if you're, watching the the post from this right above where you see us all four on here there is a uh clickable link right up there all i gotta do is it says like Streamyard, facebook click on that it'll ask you yes or no give permission you say yes and then we can see your name and you can see your face if you don't want us to see your face or anything on here all i gotta do is just tell us your name if you'd like to or they can stay anonymous yeah, and you can stay David, I'm so glad you explained that the way you did because none of us see that because we're on StreamYard. So thank you. So that's where it shows up. So I don't even really need to tell them to go to StreamYard.com then anymore. Nope. They just got to click above the show. Where it's, a clickable, it's a clickable oh. link right above where they're watching from. Okay. Yeah. You are a clever bunny. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Because I had to do it for I had to do it for Zoom a long time ago in my group. <laughs> Zoom used to do that. Okay. And the good. clickable links came up. Yeah. And I looked one time when I was watching one of yours and I saw the clickable link and I went, ah, oh, it's on the stream yard too. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, cool. good. Okay. So, That's yeah. good to know. Because if there's Sorry. no, and if there's too many steps, I know that I won't do it. <laughs> like if there's too many steps, then I avoid it. If it opens right. another window, I'm like, I'm over it. I'm out. Hi, <laughs> Nicole, Thomas, Ryan. I heard your voice for the first time. And oh, my goodness. She has the sweetest voice. She's Southern. Um, Nicole, Thomas, Ryan, she's in the chat. And oh, my gosh, she has a sweet voice. <laughs> Just like Carrie Lynn, I know that kind of energy, Jen, you were talking about. The first time I met Carrie Lynn and I heard her say hi, I literally said in my head, Oh my gosh, I'm just going to love her. I know I am. I know I am. She's just got that kind of energy, right? <laughs> One of those people that you just want to hug you right away. Yes. Just want to squeeze yes. you. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I, 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 the first time I've seen Carrie Lynn, we, we did the, for UPRN, we had the meeting. Yeah. And and it was, and Carrie Lynn was in it. I was in it. And some other, and all the other people. And I don't think Mia, you said like more than two words during that entire thing. We are just very quiet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's it can be overwhelming for sure. I do. And, I get overwhelmed by a lot. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Jen, could you share a little bit about the history of the old Haybay Church? Oh, cool. um, yep. It's actually the longest standing Methodist church in uh, Canada. That's left. Wow. It was built in 1792. Um, William Losey at the time was like. Um, um, I forget what they call them. They didn't have a structure to preach in. So an internment writer, I think it's called. And he would just come to the, he was originally from New York. So he would come to the area and hook up with some families and say, gather all your friends. I'm going to come to your house on this time and we're going to preach or whatever. Um, so back then they eventually had um, 12 founding families in that area that donated money and land to erect the church so that they would have a proper place to worship. Um, yeah, and it's it's been used for a few different things over the years. Um, it got sold at one point and a farmer bought it and was using it for storage. It doesn't look like your typical church. It's wood. It looks like a storage barn <laughs> when you first drive it. Well, that's a church. Um, but 
the United It's got Church. a feeling to it, though. It doesn't oh, feel like a barn. No. I mean, the, the it does have a barn board feel on the outside, but yeah. the energy of the space does not. Yeah, it's amazing. The United Church um, acquired it back and decided, because of its historical value, to keep it. It's kind of like a museum, so we open it up every summer and people can stop in and get a tour and get a little bit about the history and there's artifacts and that sort of thing. And it's, it's set up. We do have um, two services a year. There's a pilgrimage service that happens um, in August of every year, which is um, testament to the drowning of um, several victims back in, and Phil will correct me, 1819, I think. Um there were 12 young people coming across from the North shore of Hay Bay to the South shore, which is where the church is. Um, their boat took on water and a lot of them, you know, dressed for church and not well swimmers. Um, eventually the boat capsized and eight of the 12 drowned. So every summer we do a pilgrimage service to just kind of pay tribute to them and to keep the, the memories alive. Um, it's pretty powerful. Phil, my husband, he's a United Church minister as well. So he does sunset services there every year um, in the spring, usually June-ish. And it's just, yeah, it's beautiful. We, we do, you know, it's open for weddings and, you know, we just try and keep the happy, positive energy in the church. We've done some um, um, renovation work. So it's got all new siding now and done the what interior was, what was the name so they did um i don't know if it's the right term to call it an indie documentary uh about it as well too they did a film about it and it's been on uh paranormal canadian paranormal tv show as well too the eight is it aptn yeah the aboriginal people's television network yeah um, the they other side the program was called they yeah, came the and uh cops actually hooked us up with them yeah and, uh, <laughs> yeah they came what and shot stand for i don't mean to interrupt but correctional I mean, officers I mean... paranormal society so there were four founding members all correctional okay. officers okay <laughs> yeah so yeah. they hooked us up with the um the crew from the show called the other side and mm -hmm. they filled an episode there called dark waters cool. and um we actually connected with um the mother of two of the drowning victims and it was just unbelievable it was a pretty neat experience because phil and i were there and it was three days of filming and three days of interaction and communication for a 20-minute episode so it was kind of cool to be behind the scenes and see all i'm just covered in goosebumps all the the stuff that happens and all the communication that ended up getting edited out you know but yeah it was it was amazing and I, phil and i feel like every time we go there the energy is better and better and better it's almost like there was a lineup of people that were like, please cross us over. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, sh I'm sure. And I think too, like with the, with land and Lorely and David, you guys can chime in on this with land. Um, if you have this little light of mind starting to shine above it, it's, it's not, it's not like there's a boundary and a wall where only the spirits in this little you know, walled section, it spreads right. out where they're going to come to where the closest light is for that support or acknowledgement as well, too. Mm -hmm. 
Do you guys well, have think, thoughts about that? That's kind of how I see it too. When a lot of people tell me they feel like there's a, a, a spirit or something that's in that place and can't leave it. Like there's walls around it and there aren't any. And it's the same thing I, I, that I feel is that if I walk in someplace and if someone immediately starts talking to me, I'm like, oh, they see my light. So, and that's basically what it is. So that's what I think is people like probably the same kind of around the same thing that you say, they don't have a wall around them. They just come to that space where they know they can get the help or something like that. Well, the other thing, that's why when you were talking, Jenny probably thought I was being a weirdo. I seen Howie's comments that you, <laughs> that you highlighted. I went, thanks Howie. <laughs> um, I agree with that too. Plus the other thing is, and I've, I'm sure we all have as mediums from time to time, but I have found a few people that when they pass very quickly, they may not know that they've passed and, you know, they've, they're, nobody can hear them. Nobody can see them. So again, when you've got that light, like you were saying, right. Carrie Lynn, and right when we're on the other side and we don't have a physical body, we can think and be in a gazillion different places at once if we want. Right. And if you need help, you're going to see the light and go there. So what a beautiful space you and your husband have created, Jen. Yeah, it's 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 hard to articulate, but it's just, it's like our happy place. And uh, Phil will say he feels like the veil is thinner there. Probably yeah. is. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, probably it's right along the water. Yeah, I was like just going to say That's that. Amazing. I was just going to say, is there water nearby? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right on the shoreline. So water is, I wrote I wrote a big article about that. And wherever there's water in something, and the reason, yeah. or a reason like a lot of people, or even paranormal people, like they get all excited when it rains on a, uh, a paranormal thing. It's because it, rain is energy. It's a conductor. I mean, it's almost like, I, I, it almost like I, you feel the spirit's energy bouncing off the water and hitting you. It's just easier to see. It's just more attractive to that. I love that there's water next to it too, because there's um, water when there's water next to someplace like that. And there's spirits is for me, water is literally the giver of life and the bringer of life. And so when I see water in a place like that, I'm like, Oh, there's so much beauty that's going to come in on that right now. Just well, that's where I'm able to see of water. Right. Yeah. And so, and you, that was interesting. You said that David about the veil being, I think you said that right about the veil almost being thinner. When you yeah. And yeah. so with us being made of water too, it would almost be like a, an extra conductor. It feels that way. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Kind of like an amplifier. Of yeah. There it is. Is. Well, look, at, look at, look at whales in the water. Um, if, a, if a whale can make a noise in water and you will hear it 10 miles away, it's the same spirits. I mean, but people, I think people think that spirits are far away and they're not far. Mm. <laughs> it's like right here, really. Oh it's yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah, it's all it's all it's all upon us right here. It's not another destination way out there. You don't need a rocket ship to get there. No. I was just saying we actually pray for thunderstorms, wanting to see if there's a true effect of static and EMF on the world. So thunderstorms, especially explosive energy, right? That's there. Yeah. And I always Carrie Lynn, when I was on her show when she first started here she i i can't forget this carrie links <laughs> interesting question she's asked me before do you want to have fun and be silly right and and we weren't silly but we both have that sense of humor and she yeah. caught me so off guard she said 
who do you fangirl over in the paranormal? <laughs> I never even thought of it, but uh-huh. the Foreman brothers, Josh Foreman. And every time there's a thunderstorm or something, right? He's always talking about, you know, the energy and everything's amped up. I'm sorry. I had to give you props because that's what that's okay. questions I remember. We can asked. still answer. We can answer that question all the way around. And cool. Like, Again, who do we, fan, who do we fangirl well. over? Do we fangirl over anybody? Jen, in the paranormal can, world. Can you say though with hubby in the chat. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't. It's not necessarily like that. It's like, not. That's yeah, why no. it's not about a, It's not about a physical attraction that way. You know, yeah. like so. I, I'm pretty open about like I fangirl over John E. L. Tenney. I just love. I love how he tells stories. I love how he communicates. I love how he thinks and his perspective on things yeah, yeah. and and his uh, honestly but john e l tenney's energy is kind of like grumpy old dude so i don't know if i've got issues that i need to deal with <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> but i'm there for it i am emotionally invested <laughs> I do not have And I hope I did. I was joking. I forget not everybody knows who I am. I was just joking because Phil says, meaning Jen can ban girl over anybody she wants. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be a, oh, I shouldn't say used to be. I used to be obsessed with um, John Edward. Oh, Um, okay. Mm -hmm. But I've since kind of shifted to James Van Prague, actually. I had a chance to meet him a couple years ago. and. He just, I don't know what you expect from like famous people, but he was so down to earth and normal and just what you should expect. Like joking, like we are, like he was just so chill and just matter of fact. And yeah. I love Gordon Higginson and Doris Stokes is my idol. Oh, yes. He does love Doris. Who's Doris Stokes? You might not know her, Dave. He introduced me to her. Do you know Jen? Do you know who she is? Uh, Excuse me, I've heard the name, but I don't know. She's, uh, I follow a lot of the spiritualists from the other side of the pond. That's where I, most of the Uh, stuff started coming in for whatever reason. I don't know why, but uh, the English way of doing things is the same way when I came back automatically was doing. So I got attracted to that. But Doris Stokes, she is very well known in England. Um, She she uh, passed over probably back in the 80s, I think, 80s or 90s. But it wasn't until one day I was, after, like during my, uh, not during my NDE, after my NDE, probably about uh, the end of that first year, I just happened to be watching some stuff, some other mediums. And all of a sudden I start watching this thing. It was like Doris Stokes at the Barbizon, which was in England. And I started watching it and I'm like going, oh my God. What happened was, I used to, when I used to do mediumship, I would talk to myself and get that and give the information. And for some reason, I was doing a reading uh, about, a, the, about the second year after my NDE, I was doing this reading and um, I kept hearing it so quiet what I was hearing. And I said, what? And I just turned in front of the person I'm doing reading for. I'm like, what? I didn't hear you. And just as I started talking, I'm like, I, everything started coming in more clear. And I'm like, Oh, y'all want me to have like a conversation. Okay. So I started having conversations out loud in which I guess people just think it's hilarious. And um, I I turned on TV one day and I see this woman, Doris Stokes, and she's on there. 
doing exactly what I do, a little different, um, but she also spoke out loud to them. But she was very, it was so much fun to watch. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel so stupid now um, because I thought, I thought I'm the only weirdo who talks out loud like that. She's really entertaining. I found her entertaining when David sent me a video. Yeah, she's, I'm, she's I wrote really it down sweet. so I can look her up. Yeah, Doris Stokes. She's really watched Doris Stokes at the Barber Gardens when she was very, very old. She'd always have her husband on stage with her. He was really old too. He'd just sit there quiet during the entire thing and she'd do a two hour show and he would just sit there like this. And it takes a lot to surrender into allowing yourself to to like talk out out loud while you have them coming through like you really have to let go of ego and just be engaged in that space with them and it i there is power of- when you say it you claim it yep and and it's it made it a lot for me personally it made it a lot easier for me because the fact that if i wasn't saying anything i would keep thinking it was all in my head you know what I, you know what I mean yeah. when you get to that point when you're like wait is that me or is that them but when I started talking and I would talk and I would hear the conversation right back in my head just like I was walking around the house talking to myself and I'm like okay cool now I don't hear it word for word like if I was talking to myself but it's it's they get the job done and that's all I ask for and we have a good time so that's what I like but Joanna's, she's really good those two. Joanna's just sharing my first experience at the age of 11 with a medium spoke out loud to them, telling them to slow down and wait. Yeah, I do all the time. I'm like, what? I can't hear you. I argue with them. I literally will argue. And it's funny. I find, though, too, that um, they tend to speak faster. Like I work with two other ladies, not on, on air. And um, I'm able to connect in a different way than the, I always say someone like a medium, like Carrie Lynn and David, and I'm still learning, growing and evolving with my skills. But I always say, if they gave me the lottery numbers tonight, I go buy them. I go buy a ticket tomorrow or tonight, right? Jen, you would know that from Carrie Lynn. So um, I'm connecting with the same individual um, that was involved in science, but for her, he comes through and he speaks riddles to her. And she doesn't have a clue what he's talking about because it's all in science stuff. But he doesn't do that with me. He's a real smart ASS. Like any, and he'll just like, it's not in a mean way. It's just kind of this sardonic kind of sense of humor the way he does it. So it's kind of cool. But I think spirit from the other side, right? When they want to connect with you too, they work with, I think best, or they try to, to communicate so that you can get the message across when you're working mm-hmm. with I always said one of my biggest dreams in this world before I go, I would love to see tons of people as they're walking down the street, just talking out loud than themselves. Then you ask them, are you talking to yourself? They're like, no, I'm listening to my guide. We're having a conversation because literally that's how I talk to my guides. when I walk around this house. I talk, we have conversations and I would, I, I literally, they'll tell me something. I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's how my TikTok got to where it is. I'll tell you a quick story. When I first started my TikTok, I was doing these little card readings on TikTok. And all of a sudden, people asked some, there was two questions that were asked. Because I said, if anybody has questions, I'd love to make a video answering them. Two questions came in, and they were questions. I'm like, oh, no, I am not answering that on TikTok. And I put it to the side. And that night, I'm just kind of sitting there. And I'm just, my God came in, and he's like, answer the question. 
And I'm like, I'm not answering that question. And I, and I literally sat and argued with myself and with him. It's like, you have no clue. You don't remember what it's like to be here. If I answer a question like that, it could ruin everything. It was a question about um, where uh, what happens to babies and all that when they die. And I'm like, I don't want to do that on TikTok. And they're like, no, answer the question. Answer the question. I said, I don't know that I know that answer. They said, we'll give you the answer. I said, okay. So the next morning I woke up, I looked at the question and I said, okay, can you give me a clue? And they're like, start talking. I'm like, okay, I got you. I got you. I'll just let you take over. I made the video. It went viral. And then the next night they go answer that other question. The other question went viral too. So in a matter, it took me from like, like a thousand followers to like, it was like 53,000 followers in two nights, you know, 53,000. Uh, wow. And, and I told, but I've told them, I said, not again. Uh-uh. I, I dig a chance, but, but they were right. Ted is, uh, Ted Johnson is just sharing. I find souls are more clear when we talk out loud to them. Hi, Ted. I was just going to say, I have a good friend of mine that's uh, a very gifted medium and he talks out loud and tells them, okay, slow down just yeah. a minute. That's yeah. what I find yeah. where I'm starting with yeah. it. They're talking faster and faster and faster. And it's like, you got to slow down. And then they give you images. And then it's like, just like, I, especially like I say with the scientists from the other side, I have to keep saying, slow down, slow down, slow down. Do you think they're fast like that because of the vibration that they're on or just because they're trying to get you the information so quickly? I think both. Okay. What do you guys think? I think, I think both. both. But I, well, you know what I have to say? When I had my NDE, just like when, when I talked to my grandparents, all four of my grandparents are there, we had a conversation and not one person's mouth moved. And we had, and we, and I remember knowing exactly what they were saying, even though they didn't say it. So well, it I, I think telepathic. it's like that. Yeah, it's telepathic. It's clear cognizant. It's all, it's all those things. I think on the other side is where your real true clear cognizance is really shines. You know, because you are going to trust everything you hear because you're standing right next to that person. But I guess that's a little different for everybody. You know, I don't know why it comes in like it does, though. I've I've asked and I don't get an answer. I don't know why it goes from hearing to seeing to smelling to feeling to this to that. I'm like, I don't know. I just that I'm was like, a really shock for me, though. Um quickly because there's some really good questions people are asking because how it happened for me I hurt my back and I'm not where I'm not able to go back physically to work as a nurse and it happened those of us that are Canadian will know where this is the rest of the world might not but I was in chapters which is like Barnes and Noble in the states for people around the world big bookstore and I ran into a patient and it was a really interesting path that I traveled with this patient's um, family and patient. I worked in the NICU and the mom had uh, premature twins and the little boy had a really difficult time. And then I worked out in the community for a Victorian order of nurses and I ended up having him on my caseload as a little boy, about six to eight. He had cerebral palsy. And he got very close with the mom and stuff, but he didn't need a lot of like advanced nursing care. He needed somebody in to just monitor like his house. So I used to work like with a team underneath me. So I would go in every now and then. Long story short, I was out Christmas shopping. It was actually around this time of year. And it was probably probably about six, seven years ago. And I ran into his mom. And I don't get the newspaper or anything. And we were talking. And all of a sudden I heard 
tell my mommy I love her. I'm, I hope he doesn't make me cry because I don't cry very easy, but what, yeah, he is. <laughs> and I thought, where did that come from? And I, as I went to hug his mom, she said his name and she said he just passed away a few year, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this, but I know. And I said, I, he's asking me to tell you this. And I didn't even know like how I was going to connect. And he said to tell you that he loves you. And so we had a good cry together. And I ran into a couple former patients that weekend. So when things start to show up with a lot of frequency, anybody in the paranormal or we start doing this stuff, you realize it's kind of a sign. So my gifts tapping into this are newer than I probably did a lot more than I thought I did growing up, but that was a real sign to me. That's a question that I had for you, Jen. Like now that you're doing more paranormal investigations, you know, did you feel that you had a good intuition or a connection to the other side prior to that? And your time at the church and now doing more investigations, has that started to blossom for you? Well, I've always had a, a very strong intuition um, and an interest in the paranormal, although I wouldn't have known what to call it or what it was exactly. Um, but as learning and with Ted's help, <laughs> um, yeah, it does. It kind of opens a door, it makes you more open. Mm-hmm. So when you start experiencing things, it happens faster, it happens more often. And even if I'm not in an investigative situation, Right. It will happen. Like I'll have random thoughts or feelings or, and I'm just kind of like, I'm learning to pay attention to that and not just automatically think, oh, that's just my own thought popping in my head. I have to kind of stop and go, okay, what was that? You know? So I think it does. The more It's kind of like, the, it's like a muscle you practice. Yeah. You, so the more exposure and the more you do it, the more open you become. And then you start to yeah. realize or start to identify oh, that's not my thought. That's something else. For sure. I think for sure that discernment um, develops over time. And I never met you before. Sorry, Carolyn. Um, I'm just going to say I never obviously met you before, but, and I don't ever tell people what their gifts are, but I picked up immediately. You were super intuitive. Like I was expecting Carolyn to say you're a psychic medium. Oh, really? Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, and it's certainly something I would like to to pursue you or got, yeah, I'm gonna exercise tell you, a little more. If you want to know, your clairsentience is really heightened. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. high. It's really high. And your attention to that. Yeah, your <laughs> husband's putting. Your husband is also commenting the Estes. <laughs> the SD sessions we've we've tried yeah. a few times. And um, one, the first one was at Old Hay Bay Church, but I didn't know what it was um, that I was experiencing. Um, and then a few years ago, we went with Phantoms of Yore, who's another paranormal group that we're friends with, to the Shanley Hotel in Napanock, New York. And it's this haunted hotel that was built back in the 1800s, and it's just full of stuff. And um, I'm not sure if Phil volunteered me or if I volunteered to do an SD session. So that's when you um, have white noise in the background, you're blindfolded or closing your eyes and you're just, I just say what I hear or what I feel. And um, it turns out because I don't really recall what I was saying or that sort of thing that I was actually channeling. And I've done it two or three times since then. And it's been 
quite an experience really kind of freaked me out at the beginning when I listened because Phil records everything um so listening back to it and listening to them asking questions and my responses like the tone was different the inflection yeah. was different the emotion like it just it wasn't me and it kind of freaked me out at first but I think that's that's kind of cool if they are comfortable using me as a vessel to yeah and I think with the sensory, when you're doing that sensory deprivation, it allows the muscles that are strongest to come out first, and then you can build right. upon the on the other ones. Mm. I know the first time that I did a live seance with the intuitive group, I was doing the um, Estes method, and my voice changed right away. It was almost male sounding, and mm. uh, my daughter was texting people what is happening to my mom? Because <laughs> she was yeah. there to, yeah, as my support. <laughs> What's happening to my mom? Why is this going on? <laughs> so how he just, we were just. He, yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too, Howie. It went from the tree right across to your hair. I guess for people listening, I don't know. You want me to read here? Yeah. You you, okay. Yeah. So how you said holy sh blank t? <laughs> I caught uh, an orb on Dave, and I will mark when this is over. It was at the end of his TikTok, uh, TikTok two question story. He said, "I thought I saw something, so I went back and bam, baby." So Jen saw it, but David gets. Mm -hmm crazy things happening you were on another tiktok were you with the shadow was that it or not tiktok it was a podcast sorry didn't you get the shadow with jonathan oh, and yeah i suppose they're all you know whenever they're around i think for all of us i think something yes. just pops in you know it's just and it might just be dust i don't know um was it was saying, a good size it was pretty normal was that? Yeah. I see I see a lot of my did you, I don't know if you noticed my light's been going in and out and I'm like stop it you guys. Um <laughs> it's like, yeah, so And that's what um, happens when you pull all of us together. It's like I think I'm, that's what it is. Yeah. I think oh, all four man. of us are sitting here and they're like, "Oh, let's pop in." And that's cool well, with me because I love them all. Well, when Carrie Lynn, because um, I do producing for the network too. So that's how I met Carrie Lynn. I always love well, I like meeting newer hosts anyways, because I know what it feels like when you're the new person and we don't always get a chance to connect with everybody. So I, it was, it was her 13th show being a Friday and you had Rick McCallum on. Yeah. And, from Hollywood Ghost Hunters. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had my headphones on because I said, I'll, I will stay put. Like if you need anything, I'll be here. And they were having a grand old chat. So I, I do resin and I love doing it. Oh, I could probably sneak in some resin. The phone's right over there. I got my headphones on. So I'm bent over the resin and all of a sudden I hear, oh, I'm getting goosebumps now too. I heard, um, it sounded like somebody was sucking something up with a straw. And I look up and I go, who's drinking <laughs> like that? And then I look again, I go, oh my gosh. Inappropriate. I, no, I knew it wasn't you, but I thought, I didn't see your ghost. <laughs> ghost? I mean, your, your guest. I said, ghost. Guest <laughs> with a straw. And I look up, there's no straws. And I went, <gasps> EVP. And I mark it down. And then when you get back through it, oh my gosh. And it was right when Carrie Lynn said to him, have you ever had an attachment? And this voice, at first it sounds like somebody's sucking the bottom liquid at the bottom of a glass. It almost evolves into a growl. And before wow. that, there was a little bit of a mur um, like a moan almost. Yeah. It, it was so incredible. Perfect timing. Yeah, have you guys, have any one of you, like Jan, Carolyn, Lorley, have you ever had 
somebody know what you do and like don't want you to come in their house? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen, let me tell you a story. I went to, uh, and Brandy's not on here today. I did an investigation. One of the very, one of the first investigations I did after I was sick, um, we went to, it was the Randolph County Infirmary. In Is Indiana. that Brandy you said? Yeah, Brandy. Oh, and Brandy. That's where I met Brandy. That was the first time I met Brandy. Anyway, there are some other mediums there. And there's a guy and a girl. They were friends. And I walked in and I'm talking to them. We're introducing ourselves. I'm like, yeah, I'm a medium and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there and they asked me if I felt anything, you know, as I walked in. And I said, well, yeah, there's people here. I said, I, I don't think they're all as mean as everybody thinks they are. But I said, yeah, there's people here. And I said to the guy I was talking to, I said, there's a woman here and I know she's maybe Spanish or something because she's telling me that she speaks another language because that's what I can hear is another language and she's got dark hair and I'm going on and on and he, they both start looking at each other. And I said, is this one of your relatives or something? And he said, no, there is a ghost that when he goes in on investigations at this certain house, the same ghost talks to him. And he said, you just described her. Uh, you just described her to a T. And I said, oh, well, I said, well, she followed you here. And I was looking around. It's a very old house. And I said, she wants me to look at the wall. And he's looking at the wall. And I said, yeah, she said she's on the wall. She's on the wall. So I'm looking on the wall. And all of a sudden, this silhouette is on the wall. And I said, oh, that's her. And then he goes, he sat there and they were shaking. He goes, oh, my God, that is her. That's her. And yeah. his friend said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I'm like, what? He said, just go stand over there. And I'm like, what? I didn't do anything. She was being, she really weirded out over it. It was so funny. I don't tell another I don't tell and, and these are mediums. I'm like, well, what yeah. was so weird about it? I mean, weird stuff happens like that. And they're coincidental, it seems like. But, I mean, everything happens for a reason. But, yeah, they didn't want me. Now, you guys had experiences like that, too? People just said, don't come in my house? It's yeah. more like not wanting to date me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not first date, first date they're awkwardness. They're not Don't be in my head. Don't be in my head. I'm going to start making little tinfoil kiss hats. <laughs> they're not worthy of you. Well, I know um, my oh, partner's so friends funny. don't believe in any of this stuff. And so I never say anything. But every year, they're, one of the friends lives rurally. And they have the annual Christmas tree burning party in April and May. Like around that time when people save their trees if they're real, I guess. And we have a big bonfire. <laughs> and as I'm leaving, when, this is a couple of years back, I hear a spirit as we call them collectively or guides and uh, say, you're going to want to take a deck with you. No, I don't use any of my Oracle decks except Dave and I'll do it. If we do readings together, just quick one question. It's easy that way. And as Dave was saying, you're arguing with your guides. I'm arguing my head. I am not bringing a deck with me. And they're going, no, 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 you need a fine. I'll bring it. And so I ran into a woman there that I'd never met before. And her mom had passed away probably about eight months before and we really started talking and she found out what I did and I said well actually I have a deck in the car <laughs> so we went inside the house and it gave you know just a quick reading but the wife of uh, my partner's best friend she comes in and I said we're not doing anything I'm just doing a couple cards she goes well don't bring anything else here and take it with you when you leave right <laughs> so but the cool thing was she told me that her mom loved rabbits and her favorite color was um, fuchsia. It was a really powerful night that night because 
there was four of them, my partner, and then the three guys he used to call themselves the Florida Four because they'd always go from high school to Florida. There's a picture I took in the flames that you can see a side profile. It looks just like his face, the gentleman that passed away, one of their best friends. But also this girl that I met that night, there's a picture of us together. And right over her heart chakra is this brilliant uh, fuchsia color. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps wow. again. So I guess it was meant to listen. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> Contessa um, just made a quick comment about your kitty, Laurelie. She's a brat. She, is, she prefers to be called Stephen Nicole, and she Aww. is a brat. Yeah, but I love you. <laughs> uh, Julie is here as well, too. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. She's <laughs> sorry. Okay. Where's your babies, David? Where are you seeing here? Um, where? Who knows? Jen, where, where are, are some of the, So can you talk to us about your paranormal group that you and Phil started? Um, yeah. <laughs> we both have had a keen interest in all this kind of stuff and watch all the shows, you know, um, Ghost Adventures and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, trying to... We, Phil's a gadget guy, okay. technology guy, so he acquired a couple pieces of equipment before we even started like thinking, Oh, we should really get into this. And it's, you know, it's not a cheap hobby. It no. is not at all. We had three pieces of equipment and he, do you know, you know, phantoms of your Carrie Lynn? Mm. No, they're, mm. they're in um, Ottawa anyway. And I, gotten Phil tickets they were going to be in um, Gananoque doing an event so I got him tickets for his birthday and we were going to three or four different locations in Gan and doing this investigating and he was so excited he's like I'm going to bring my equipment and we get to use their stuff and it was so cool and then we were instantly hooked so it's been I don't know I think we we finally just started to to, to make our own paranormal group right we've we acquired a ton of equipment through this kind of side deal that phil negotiated <laughs> a really good price for a lot of equipment um so we have all kinds of stuff and we're like you know what it's just the two of us we're just gonna do it and we're not gonna charge people or anything but if people have questions or if they want to you know kind of go with us and experience something they've got stuff going on in their house and they just kind of want to not fool around with it but you know what i mean we're not in their diehards going hey you got to do this to get this ghost like we have no idea right um yeah so we we just decided we're going to do it and we did a lot of um we did a few investigations with cops um with white crow paranormal now that terry boyd has kind of branched off we've gone with him a few times but the phantom of your guys have been really great with us um we go to their events and they give us extra time and they kind of nice. let us co-host and do that kind of stuff with them um so this past year we bought a fifth wheel trailer a year ago a year ago i don't know why it was just out of the blue we're just like we're getting a trailer neither one of us had ever camped before anyway it's at this park and there's um, a house there that was built in the 1800s it's now a museum and we are right in there like a dirty shirt and we've we've done some <laughs> investigations with some friends and people in the park and then we did our first fundraiser there halloween um Fun. and raised some money for the park and the and the okay. museum and stuff so it's pretty cool like it's it's a 
I, I, I personally do not feel like we'll ever know all the answers to all of it. It's, it's, uh, we're, we're just, you know, it's almost it's a, deep, it's a deep dive of an, ex, uh, of an experience. And uh, yeah, I think I it's like, more fun not to know everything. Yeah. And every I, I time agree. you do it, I feel like something new happens or something else happens. You're like, Oh, what is that? Like, that's yeah, always cool. learning. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's like crack. You just get hooked on it and in a good way. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, you know, like candy crack. Yeah, <laughs> candy cracks. That's right. <laughs> How is saying that sounds amazing and fun, Jen? Yeah, it's been it's been really good and people have been pretty uh pretty supportive with us and I think we're up to who two hundred people in our group now, which Ooh. is pretty cool. Oh That's cool. Which is you know pretty. not bad for a husband and wife that just kind of dabble and play around and paracrack. I like that he said that. <laughs> <laughs> we even had um, somebody came to the fundraiser that we did in October who runs kind of like a haunted walk idea in Napanee. And she asked us to join um, and bring some of our equipment. So some of the people on the haunted walk could actually take equipment at each stop and kind of play around a little bit. So that was a big hit. So we're kind of looking at maybe next summer being part of that as well. So, you know, you know what we found? Kind of oh, sorry, Jen. I think I have a delay being up here in Thunder Bay always. It seems like there's a break and I go to talk. So I apologize. No, it's fine. But you know, what's so cool about that is, and we realized this too, David and I, especially we, um, and I did it one night on my my solo show. And what happened was um, I realized that people, unless you're in the paranormal world, don't realize there's things like ITC, right? Yeah. And so my friend Jonathan, he was on here earlier, JK, well, he's both of our friends now, Dave and I and everybody else probably knows him, JK47. <laughs> I think he's got a real gift with um, that equipment because he uses it to help solve cold cases and things like that and help the families. Wow. Anyways, we did it and we, all these people came through for people and they got to hear almost their voices and answers to questions. And so we forget. So what a great thing that you and Phil are doing, you know, yeah, because there's fine. a lot of people. That We're not necessarily out there trying to convince people like, oh, yeah, they're spirit. And you have to believe because it this light went off. Yeah. Now we're just there to say, here's the experience. The, the paranormal is literally something that's not normal. Right. And, like, and that's what we're looking for. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's some evidence that's pretty undisputable that you get. Mm -hmm. But then other times, you know. Like you said, David, your ego kicks in or rationale kicks in or logic takes over first. You go, oh, no, that was because of this. Yeah. Like, yeah, but there's no electricity at Old Hay Bay Church. So yeah. Nothing that's going to set that off. <laughs> you got to hear when you're talking about voices and I got to tell you a quick, it's a quick story. I promise. Mm -hmm. I was with another medium. Um, her name is Jessica. And we were in, and this is, uh, the same year my brother had died. So it was Marjo, just like the winter, the next winter. Anyway, we were at this in Virginia. We were at, um, I can't remember the name of the place. It was an old plantation. But we asked the owners, we we're going to do an event there. We said, can we stay overnight here? They're like, do you want to? We're like, yeah, I'm not afraid of ghosts. So I'm totally cool with that. You know, yeah. <laughs> but we did end up staying, though, in the same room. She slept in the bed and I slept on the floor because one, there's no electricity, no heat. And I was getting bothered all day long by spirits. And I mean, 
bothered like to the point of was like, would you please shut up? I can't do that. They weren't, it was just that weird. And, but we sat and we did a session like an ITC session or EVP session with the box, just with the static on it. And I had been talking to her. We were talking about people we know. She had a best friend. And let's just say his name's Zach, because I can't remember the exact name. But his name was Zach. I had two best friends of mine, Greg and Dan. Uh, Greg had uh, committed suicide, and Dan had passed away from AIDS way back in the 90s. And then my brother, Kevin. And we're sitting doing this ITC, and we're looking at each other, and we just asked the box, just like, are there any spirits here with us? And they and the and it went four. So I'm like, okay, four. And we're going listening, asked a few more questions. And I said, You said there's four, and I just redid it for the heck of it. And it said, Yes, four. We're like, oh <laughs> no, that was smart. That they came back. And then I said, What are your names? And we sat there for about five minutes, and all of a sudden, clear as day, Zach. Dan, Greg, Kevin, all three, a different voice for each one. Wow. We freaked out. We both of us, and I'm a medium. I've got, we both got up. I'm like, no freaking way. And we, I, I don't know if it was recorded or not, but we freaked out That's for the cool. rest of that night. I didn't even think I slept that night. I'm like, that was the most intelligent thing I have ever heard that we were doing. And that doesn't happen all the time. No, that's it's rare that yeah. something really good yeah. gets captured. Yeah, that's that. Like you and that's there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was years ago. And you know what? It's never happened since like that. And I did funny. pull out the uh uh, sweeping portal. I put it out. I wanted to oh, show you. you. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, cool. I, oh. Right? so I had pulled out the sweeping portal because I wasn't sure what we were going to do tonight in case we did want to turn it on. But I, I, I had, I was doing sessions yesterday and in, in between I had maybe five minutes because I ran really late with one session. It was almost time for my next session. And I could hear this noise. I had no, it sounded electrical. I didn't know what the heck it was. And it was the sweeping portal, which is like on the desk. So I sit up here and it's like way back here. And you have to flip two different buttons to turn that on. It's not wow. like just flip one. You had to flip both. And it was like doing its thing in the That's just so before cool. I started a session yesterday. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm just going to do, um, uh, station id here really quickly if you are joining us uh just joining us now you are listening to spirit switchboard i'm your host carolyn shellhorn you are listening to us live on the united public radio network and the ufo paranormal radio network 105.3 107.7 new orleans thanks for joining us and we have um the winner of my 12 days of giving that i do on social media jen welsh wilson and uh uprn co-host um from the angel Rock and the thing at the foot of the bed, Laura Lee Potvin and David Hansel Medium joining me tonight. Thank you. Can I ask you guys a question? Please. Yeah, let me ask Jen because Jen, especially what you do in the church, because there might be something <laughs> there. Do you guys have any contact with outside, not spirit, but more um, ET type things over there? Do you have ET stuff over there by you? Um, to clarify, let me say this. A lot of people don't understand this. And this is something that I came to understand over the last couple of years. Some ETs come in as almost guides or angels or what we perceive might be an angel, but it's actually an ET. Wow. 
It's really odd. It's really odd. Not I, all. I, yeah, I can't answer that. I, I haven't personally experienced that. I don't know if I would know if I had experienced that, to be honest. Yeah, you never um, know. I've, I don't I've, get hung up on it myself. ET experience. You've seen some of the videos yourself, Dave. I've taken them. I think Carrie Lynn has too. I have Missing yeah. Time. Uh, the owner of that network, Joe Montaldo, wow. who has International Center for Alien Research. He's done a 20 plus year study of uh, green eyes, red hair, and RH negative blood, because apparently that geno, you know, DNA sequencing didn't exist. I think it was like I've heard him say 70,000 years ago. I've heard him say 20,000 years ago. Basically not our lifetime or many before us. And uh, so they wonder where it comes from. Now, I don't have that, but my mother does all of them. Uh, green eyes, red hair, <laughs> RH negative blood. So I don't question it um, because you kind of get to know, and I'm sure Jen, you and your hubby could definitely concur. I know David and Carrie Lynn could, you know, what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And I don't even think you need to be in the paranormal world. We're uh, right. right. Wouldn't you agree? It's yeah. just trusting your intuition. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry yeah. guys. I'm going to have to do this. Go right ahead. Uh, it's been a week with a cold in this house. David, you almost, you almost blew my Santa hat right off. <laughs> I did pretty good. <laughs> I because that space, that space in my head, like if I imagine where you're talking about in my head, it almost feels like if you went out there and did like a um, a CE five session or something, you definitely get something. Really? Eh? Well, What's fine. a CE five? You know what CE five is? Oh no, that. You don't know what C oh CE5 oh, is supposed to be. What the name is. Do you know what a CE5 is? No. CE5 yeah. sessions are. They've been doing them through Dr. Yeah, uh, Stephen Greer for years, yeah. but um they came it's close, it's where we initiate the contact. Oh, okay. So uh, there's there's uh you know one, there's you know, one close encounters, one, two, three, third kind, fourth kind, fifth kind is we initiate. And okay. they have been initiating contact with them for years now. And they got some of the pictures you see, they're absolutely mind blowing. They're, it's like, if they're, it's really strange. Um, I want to so, do, I live in North Carolina, so I want to go with my friends and do one up in uh, the Smoky Mountains by me. I'm going to tell you what it means. What it means is C5 actually means close encounters of the fifth kind. Yeah. But the beauty in it is that I believe, like Dave said, he's right with Dr. Stephen Greer, but it, there's like little subsets. There's an app you can download from the app store or play store or whatever type of phone you have. And it connects you with other like-minded people. So they set up times and places where we can all, or anybody mm -hmm. can meditate and meet up so to strengthen sort of that energy. Yeah, CE5 is always for the purpose of bringing the worlds together. So it's never supposed to be a bad thing you do. They literally, people tell you if they have intentions, they won't show up. And just a side note, David, uh, um, maybe a minute and a half ago, another orb went through. But anyway. Are we able to... So how he clipped that for us? Are we Do you want me to play it? Yeah. Okay, I was doing all that. Did you hear the voice? And it was muted. And when I went to click it, it, it came off and then it, we heard David talking. So hang on, guys, and we'll play it. 
Uh, how do I do this? I haven't done it in a couple weeks. David and I usually do Is this, this an inside joke? <laughs> <laughs> we had friends oh, um, oh. at Old Hay Bay Church uh, with us one night and they were they were big into the paranormal stuff too and mm-hmm. um <laughs> the female friend was very intuitive and a medium as well and um and we start talking about aliens and stuff and she said well just don't ever look them straight in the eyes <laughs> and we're kind of like are you being serious like have you seen one and she's like i'm just saying don't ever look them right in the eyes and we're like we didn't know whether she was being serious or just horsing around so i'm like so it's just kind of that's funny was she like really was she like a really fear-based medium or or just Uh, that one thing a little bit actually yeah 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 some are some are and and i get it i'm not i'm just literally everything i think everything's beautiful and wonderful and cool even bad spirits that people go there's an evil spirit in here i'm like i would love to talk to that evil spirit and find out why you yeah i don't I don't have, I'm with you, David, the, the same, I have the same experiences. It's, it's uh, very different for me. Yeah, I me have too. had evil things that I have dealt with. Uh, my partner's been thrown 15 feet across the kitchen in our old house. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dave and I've talked about it quite a bit on our show together. And I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing now had I not been through that experience. And um, I know for the, like I have worked with somebody and it was one of the scariest experiences I've ever had. And it was pretty rare, but they were levitating on the camera. They weren't in the same same country. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot more to the story. And so I remember I contacted my Kashik Records uh, mentor. This is quite a few years ago. And I said, like, why is this happening? I don't want to work with this kind of stuff. I only want to work with light. And I don't, and I don't want this to sound ego-based because it's not. It, but she said, sometimes people that work with the light need to share that light with people they'll find you and that is the purpose so the funny thing is now that i kind of understand it a bit better and i'm more open to it or maybe it's just my vibrations change but no i'm not running into that anymore because i never wanted to work with anything dark i had i've had some really scary stuff as a child but 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 i've always said like when people go did it terrify you at the time it kind of scared me but you know some of the ones who came into me, I'm like, I'm really glad they did because they taught me something and that's exactly why they were there. So I'm like, yeah. I don't give a crap. So I'm like you, Carolyn. I, I just, uh, Laura Lee's like the same way too. Probably mm-hmm. Jenna's too. I, I can walk into a place and somebody can tell me there's 50 billion evil spirits here. And I'm like, let's chat. I want to say about human beings. I don't yeah. like yeah. when people tell me bad things about a human being that I haven't met. And even an animal, whatever it is, I choose to make my own opinion and meet the person with a clean slate because that was their experience. I want to experience this person and give them who I would be pleasant to them and even giving them space, if you will. Like, say, you know, we run into people could be really nasty sometimes, but we don't know what's happened in their life before yeah. we ran into them right no i also yeah you can't you can't you can't even judge spirit if someone's That's evil. right I always, I always try to ask them what happened because i have a story and that's the and reason it's, I mean, it's later why you do yeah and isn't that why like when you go to paranormal investigations and if you do have a medium there i think that medium's purpose is okay let's find something here we'll validate that it's here now i want to find out hey 
is there a reason? Do you not like these people here? Let me know. We'll tell them to leave you alone. We'll do this or that. And could you tell me what happened to you? Mm -hmm. You know, let's see if we can validate this. Yes, a therapist of spirits. Correct, Sandra Sharp. And you know what? Half the time when you talk to a spirit, I've talked to spirits that were, to everybody else, they were mean. And I would be like, what's up? Well, not like that, but I'd be like, you know, what's happening? And I'd tell them. They're like, well, that's evil. I'm like, no, it's not. I was just going to say that I, in my experience, I find most people, if they're scared or they don't understand, they view something negative or kind of freak them out as evil. What do I, I always the same, I don't think. Exactly. I was tell I always tell Laura Lee and I've, my guides told me this a long time ago. They're like, David, every, every energy is neutral until you put something on it. You decide whether it's, negative or positive you know and then and if somebody else puts that spin on it then you're going to have to decide if you're going to go with that it's going to be negative for you too or you're going to see if you can find something positive within it um i'm sure there are things that are negative that we all go yeah that's negative not talking to it but i don't think it started out that way right i don't think anything started out negative i think it embellished itself or we embellished it as negative Yes, I love what Phil said here. He goes, evil tends to come from our beliefs. Sorry, Karen, I'll highlight that. Did it show? No, it didn't show. Yeah, no, I I had to do it, and I'm so used to posting that. I'm sorry, Karen. It's okay. Evil um, tends to come from our beliefs, and then uh, may manifest. We create that potential. Sorry, I didn't have my glasses on because I always say this, and spirit gave this to me in positive. What we perceive becomes what we believe, and it becomes our reality. And I believe that, right? So if we run mm-hmm. into people that think, one example quickly, I ran into this girl like I've always loved in you know one 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 or eleven eleven or whatever, right? And then this girl one time sent me a message. Eleven eleven is the most evil number there is, and I'm like, whoa, what? And I thought, okay. And this was through messages. As I'm getting goosebumps again, I thought, okay, there's got to be a reason why somebody would think this. And I looked it up, and indeed, there's a lot of information on that that it can be a very evil number. But what what is it really? Perspective the way we look at it, the way we feel about it, right? Yeah. That gets ready. Whenever, go ahead, Carrie. Yeah. No, no, no. Are you, are you able to play that clip? Let's see the. I uh, am. I was just waiting. It's Let's all, see this orb. Okay. Let's put it in here. I, okay. So what I'm going to do, I, I, every time I try full screen, it doesn't work. So I'm going to play it and I'm going to make it big. I'll let it play. Cause it's not super long. Thanks Howie for doing this. Yeah. Thank you. Look right here. Answer that on the question. The other question went viral too. So in a matter, it's <gasps> oh, bam. Could you? I'll blow it up. It'll play again. It'll play again. Hang okay, on. y'all. Hopefully, it captures. Thanks, Howie. Captured okay, we'll it. see it. Great right, post, Dave. Let's see here. We're gonna try it. I'll play it one more time. Look right here. Answer that other question. The other question went viral too. So in a matter, it took me from bam. Wow. Good catch. Did you I see this second one? Did you That's catch the second one? That's what I was just saying. Right? You saw it, right, Jen? The second one, yeah. you saw it. Yeah, it was the same area. Yeah. I'm looking to my right to see what's over here. There isn't anything over here. so We can go sure. back and check on it after as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> can I ask you a real quick question? You know, and I hate to do this, but there's 
Phil, did you and your mom have the same eyes? I don't. So can he answer? I'm not sure. Well, Phil will still be here. The reason, thank yes. you. I Sorry, was, Ted, I'm going to read your comment in a second, Ted. We're just going to um, Give shift. me two seconds. Yep. Yeah, yeah, just give me two seconds. Just because I don't want to miss. She's been playing with me, so I want to. Um, I she started go. before the show. <laughs> yeah, she did. She started. So she came in, she was talking to me about your eyes because she said, look at his eyes. And she went like that. And then I got that glimpse. And I was like, oh, that's your eyes. That's Phil's eyes. When I saw his picture, I'm like, that's your eyes. This little squinty woman, you. I see you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I don't know if this was you. Phil, did you skateboard or surfboard or something? Did some, I don't know what they showed me, but it was, it was just, I was, when you guys were all talking, I looked and you know how you get that it just kind of, um, there's, she, I saw a young child or a child, like it looked like they were on a skateboard or standing on this. Um, um, you were, were motorcycle. No, it wasn't. I don't know. I can't, I can't take motorcycle. They showed me this. I'm talking a long time ago. Um, if you can bring it back, that's cool. Thank you. What does June mean for your mother? I saw the month of June a play over and over, and I have no clue what that's about. Do you know? It's if it doesn't mean a bell, don't worry about it. It was J, it was June. Because at first I thought it was a name, but then I saw the calendar month, June. It might not be from her, who knows? Um, I but I don't I don't if I get it, I don't like to leave it behind just in case. Mm -hmm. Um, you just can't. You gotta say it. Um, it was, yeah, because she gave me this, she gave me this, the, I saw the kid on the skateboard. I mean, it was like, it was standing on, a, it was standing on a skateboard, like, and I'm not quite sure what that was, but um, I want to go back because she kept telling me, what does cottage time mean? Because she kept going, she kept, she kept referring to June. June, July, and August, they would spend most of their times at the cottage. Cottage. Thank you. Do you got anything else, sweetie? I know it's you, but they need to know. What about your back? No, you were. Thank you. Okay, just so you know, she was like throwing her personality at me. Thank you, sweetie. You're nice. I like you. Um, she was a really strong woman. Uh, she, uh, the, whatever crap she would go through, she didn't really give a crap. She would just roll it off and just, whatever, I can just go forward from this. That's what she's giving me for that. Yes. No, you were happy. She said 95% of the time, but that's a lie you're telling me because you're lying, you're making that up. He does. He's not taking care of himself enough. I know he's not. Phil, he's, she said, yeah, you, you're not doing, you're, you're not taking care of yourself the way you should. You're, you are lacking and you're leaving stuff behind. She said, she don't want to see you there for a very long time. No. Who's, do you got high blood pressure, Phil? Is that you? Phil, Phil, watch your blood pressure. She said, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a warning. Thank you. 
watch that because she gave me the hit in my chest. So when when they do that to me, it says, watch what you're doing. Quit tensing out so much. Relax. You need a bit more, my advice, a bit more meditation of some sort, or just at least breathe once in a while. That's what it feels like because you're just all, you get all hyped up all over the place. He's crazy, just like you. <laughs> Thank you, Marilyn. <laughs> she does. I'll be with you on that day, she said. You asked me, and I'll be with you on that day. I'm not quite sure what that is. I'm just giving it to you. Thank you, sweetie. I didn't hear that good. It is. Yes. My nose. What about my nose? What'd you do to your nose? Someone's, I'm referring to Phil's nose. I'm sorry. I have to go to your nose. It was either runny or it was drippy or it was bloody. Something happened. You're not talking about me. My nose bled today, but I know that's not me. That's you. Thank you. Don't get yourself sick. You are so close to being sick. Thank you. Um, yeah. It's not you. It's me. No, it's not you. She's talking about me. She was referring to me. She was referring to me. No, we would be friends. You would you like everybody, I know. Yeah, but you're sarcastic. <laughs> yes. Aww. Lots of kisses. Lots. Yes. Do you understand what she means by that? She wants to make sure that you understand what she means, but she's going to be there that day. Um, so I think that um uh it's um are you talking about like, cause he asked for the holiday? Is that what you asked for the holiday? Did you ask your mom to be at your house or something at Christmas time or at the holiday? Sorry, we're just gonna have some slipping back and forth. That's okay. Okay. No, you can hang out we'll talk later. We'll talk after this. Sure, whatever, I'll try to listen. Um, um change your car change your car change your change of your car truck thank you that was loud something with your car truck you need to change something you have to watch something she was always here for christmas eve thank you she, she's going to be there she's there. thank you there's something with your car truck as soon as i said that and i said it she like really tweaked my ear it was so loud i could hear it in my ear so I don't know what that is. Would you do me a favor? Is that a, I know you're not, I know it's not a warning, but I need to know you need a new one. Thank you. You need a new one. Uh, there might, you need a new one. Please check the one you have right now, your vehicle, his vehicle specifically. There's something wrong. Cause I feel like I want to slide all over for some reason. And I'm not quite sure what that means. Uh, you bought your Sorry, car just to pass giving me permission. Got you. Thank you. Are you going to ask Marilyn if she wants to play the game with us? Do you want to play a game? Oh, shit. That's like a horror movie. You want to play a game, Marilyn? <laughs> yeah, we're going to play a game. You hang here. You hang here. And I can hear you. I can hear you. Kind of. 
you're not, you are loud. Tell her we she appreciate laughs, that. She, laughs, loud. she laughs very loud. She laughs very loud. She's got quite a chuckle on her. That's so, I don't know what that means. But anyway, stay here. This feels better. This feels, you can breathe. Thank you. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm just going to, okay. we're going to. She's oh, going to save us. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll get you more. Ted, I'm coming back to that. I promise. Hang one second. So Phil is just sharing that she was deaf in this realm, mm -hmm. that she was part of the deaf community. Mm -hmm. And why does she laugh so loud? <laughs> oh, she had CLPD. Thank you. And Ted is just sharing the orb around David is an older male soul. Oh, that's Isaac. why she's all over like that. Yeah, and shows the number 83. If that resonates for somebody that's in uh, the chat, it might fit for somebody that's in the chat as well, too. Thank you for sharing, Ted. Thank you. She always laughed from her ass. Okay, got you. Okay, thank you for showing me that. It is Charlie her Brown. Belly. What's Charlie Brown with her? I don't know what Charlie, I don't think she's giving me Charlie Brown as it's more of a reference. Okay. All right. Thank you guys. We're good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> sure. My absolute pleasure. Howie is just saying thank you, Ted, for the spiritual confirmation. That's okay. You don't have to mean anything. I don't know why. I just got flashes of Charlie Brown. It could just be left over in my head, too. I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know how you work, David, but does, sometimes is it things that are about to happen as well, too, or unfold? It may not necessarily be something. Uh, yeah, like they never tell me. I always go back and I ask them, are you giving, is this warning? Are you giving me warning or not warning? Is this a bad thing yeah. they should take care of? And they go, mm -hmm. and if I don't get anything, then I assume it's not a warning, but they want me to keep saying it over and over. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do with it. So. Well, it sounds like John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt in your ear if you don't say, you know, yeah, exactly. they know what they're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. They know. Exactly. Yeah. It's, so it I always tell people sometimes, us. some days it's like a, it's like a game of uh, charades. It really is. Or it's like Pictionary, you know, sometimes. Yeah. It just is what it is. Your mom is really cool, Phil. She really is. She's got a wonderful energy about her. I can't tell you how happy she is right now. That's awesome. So I put together a, a game for us, and I, I was wondering if we could incorporate. I know um, uh, Laura Lee and David uh, put out a generous offer. Um, do you guys want to? And I, I have a thought. You, you guys let me know if that will work. I wondered if... Um, I created a, a haunted holiday trivia game. Oh. <laughs> so just it's it's it will be fun. It, David, it'll be, oh it'll, yeah, a game. <laughs> but it'll be fun. But we could also have it that you know the first person that comments with the right answer could be the the person that you know wins. I can't we have hear no, you, Lorley. No sound. Your mic's on. Whose sound? Lorley's oh, mic's on. Mic. 
or off. Sorry, I, did, I, I muted it and I did unmute it. I was going to say, Carolyn, you decide. It's your show. Does yeah, that however you want us to do it? So you guys are graciously um, each offering uh, to do a reading for people who are participating in the chat. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, keeping that 12 days of giving vibe going so that, you know, that's very generous and, and very thoughtful. So yeah, anybody anyone wants on me and I'll, they can, um, I'll give them a code and they can go in and book a 30 minute reading, put in that code and it'll make it free for you. And uh, you can that That's way you, awesome. can pick whenever, you can pick whenever you want it. Then I'm just going to get people to contact me. Um, they can message me on Facebook Messenger if you're not on Facebook, um, YouTube, even just say I won, or else you can email me to at the angel rock 1508 at gmail.com because my business page is on Facebook. I'm giving away an hour reading, or I do crystal reiki too, so you can do. Or Akashic Records, whatever, any any of them I'm giving away in hours. So go ahead and uh, yeah, whatever, however you want to choose them, Kiernan. Okay. Um, do you, does that feel good to you guys? Yes, we do it that way? Do it. Does you that pick, feel all right? You give it a name and we will find I out how to do that. though people can't type fast enough. I don't know, but I guess it doesn't matter, right? Well, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so you want maybe the numbers we can I do don't it know. I just said it might be, I don't know what do you think like if you or do you want to I don't know you know what I'm saying like if yeah. <laughs> okay. when you're hurrying to type and you type in the wrong yeah and if there's a delay and if it's on different platforms as well yeah. too we're not seeing it okay I thought so, about that for a minute and then I went oh crap because I would be one of those we were people. trying to find the right way to do this so I think that um, we're going to, we were going to do numbers. Like uh, I was, numbers. I looked for a generator to, yeah. because we're all Sorry, on yeah, different platforms again. and we're, we're not connected. So uh, believe it or not, it was spirit that gave me that. I said, well, how am I going to do, how are we going to do this? I promised I'd figure something out. And I love that idea, but you're right. We're all on, like if people are typing or they're on a delay or something or. So uh, the number uh, the number the numbers or do, how does that sound, Dave? Do you want Carrie then to pick a number between you? Yeah, you go ahead and pick two numbers you. between one and fifty. Yeah, one and hundred. You want? Yeah. Actually, why don't we let Jen? Jen was the yes. winner. Let Jen do it. Okay, Jen. Yeah, Jen, you pick the two winners. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> well, just go ahead. Whatever you think, like between so zero just write, and yeah, just write down two numbers. Okay. Between one and a hundred? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, so anybody's in the chat room right now who's participating with us, you lean in and uh, tap in and see what numbers you're feeling. And you can write down um, the numbers. The first number that we'll do uh, is for Laura Lee. And the second uh, number that we draw will be for uh, And not you, David. Phil. Because you already got something. <laughs> <laughs> no, already been gifted, no. yeah. so <laughs> phil is also yeah we'll just say that phil's a winner today too yes yes, <laughs> yes. all right okay so while they're writing do you want me to quick read that christmas story oh yeah that would be great it'll take two we minutes what you guys are writing down um Laura Lee and I usually do an AI thing where we have AI write a Christmas story about us or a story about us. 
And this one wrote it for Carrie Lynn, me, and uh, Laura Lee. And it is called The Echoes of the Enchanted Workshop. Carrie Lynn, David, and Laura Lee celebrated, spirit, celebrated spiritual mediums. Of course. Thank you. Found themselves on an unusual assignment at the North Pole. An unmarked cryptic letter had lured them to an abandoned toy factory <coughs> rumored to be haunted. Upon their arrival, the factory loomed ominously amidst the snow, an icy monument of forgotten Christmases. The remnants of unfinished toys lay scattered in a chilling air of despair hung heavy. The trio's gifts immediately begun to stir. Carrie Lynn sensed a sorrowful energy that seemed to seep from the factory's walls. David and Laura Lee began to hear spectral whispers and saw ghostly apparitions darting into their periphery. In the frost-touched heart of the factory, they held a seance. All right, Laura Lee held it. I mean, uh, Carrie Lynn held it. As the, ritual deepened, as the ritual deepened, the air grew colder. The spectral whispers louder and spectral forms began to materialize. Ghosts, elves, frozen in fear, and spectral reindeer pulsing with an ancient sadness. David, through chattering teeth, asked, why are you trapped here? The spectral forms shared their tale of being bound by a curse cast by an elf scorned and forgotten. The spectral reindeer had attempted to intervene but was ensnared in the curse. Laura Lee moved by their plight and asked, how can we break this curse? The reindeer replied in a low, sorrowful, sorrowful whisper, the curse can only be lifted by its caster. With this knowledge, they summoned the spirit of the resentful elf. The seance became intense, spectral lights dancing wildly, Finally, the spirit's radiating resentment and bitterness appeared. Carrie Lynn summoned her courage, confronted the spirit. You've caused enough suffering. It's time to release the curse. You tell him, Carrie Lynn. <laughs> um, the it's elf it to powerhouseness. <laughs> yeah, right. The elf sneered. And why should I, Carrie Lynn? Um, David responded, because Christmas is a white joy forgiveness. Isn't it time you forgive yourself? Does that not sound like me? <laughs> I'm so I'm so wishy-washy. Um, the factory fell silent. The elf spirit looked around at the trapped spirits in the trio. With a mournful sigh, he dissipated, lifting the curse. The spectral elves disappeared, their faces finally at peace. The spectral reindeer too faded, leaving behind a single shimmering spectral bell. Suddenly, an arctic wind slept through the factory. The bell levitated and started to ring. It sounded, the sound echoing hauntedly. The temperature plummeted. The spectral reindeer reappeared, now pulling a ghostly sleigh with eight spectral reindeer. With a laugh that sent a cold shiver down their spines, the spectral reindeer said, each Christmas Eve we ride, delivering spectral toys to spirit children. You freed us, but our duties continue. The trio left haunted by the spectral laugh and the chilling reality of their encounter. They had released the spirits, but in doing so, they had unwillingly unleashed a spectral Christmas ride, a chilling echo of joy and duty that would forever haunt Christmas Eves. Well, <laughs> uh, hey, I did you. it. That's fun. We weren't clear with people. Should we just go yeah. on this guess that they gave? Yeah. Jen, did you see really the numbers at all that? Um, so we're gonna can Nothing, you no. yeah so we're just gonna get because some people put like about so we're gonna scroll back to the top and just go from the it we're gonna top scroll here. back and uh jen what number uh for laurel lee yeah yep. i picked seven seven okay so we got 
let's see. I'm going. Laura, down. Are you going to scroll back? Yeah, I, okay. I did. I went back. Um, Nicole was the first one. Nicole. Ted had a 12. So that was close. Let's see. Michelle had a 111. Oh, Cole Ramsey, a seven. He did put a 31, but we said we'd go with the first one. So it's C-O-L. Yep. Here we go. Colleen Ramsey. Oh, okay. that's fabulous, Colleen. I don't know her, but I'm going to get to meet her. She's <laughs> part of the mentoring group, so you uh, will cool. be able to connect with her, like, message okay. that way as well, too. Cool. Uh, so we'll Colleen connect Ramsey. and talk about that. So should Congratulations, we Colleen. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Should we tell them for the next one, just put one number? Um, yep. Yeah. Do we have time to do one? Or are we going? Yeah. Um, or do you want to just go with what's here? I don't know. I Wait. think go with what's there. Yeah. Yeah, you can go with what's here. Yeah, what's the second and number? And so the second have? number, what did you choose? 99. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going through. Hang on. Phil said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> number nice trifle. <laughs> okay, so hang on. Let me take that off. <laughs> Colleen. Okay, hang on. I'm still going through. Look and look and look and look. And yeah, we're almost at this went by so fast. Yeah, oh, we just have to be Tessa Martins. Hey. hey oh, go. Connie. That's awesome. Contessa. Mm -hmm. So, David, how do you want uh, Contessa to reach out to you? Contessa Martin, um, congratulations, Connie. Um, it'll your your email probably has your name in it, but um, write to me at David at theywhispertome.com. and as soon as you write to me, I will send you back a code. Yay! Congratulations, everyone. Did you get that, Contessa? David at theywhispertome.com. It's a yeah. I can't wait to meet you too, Colleen. And Contessa said thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to highlight that. I was trying to scroll down. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh, how he added, yeah, Christmas Eve. And I got to do my best to join him. I've, I've got a mountain of wrapping to do still. <laughs> you have a live on Sunday? Uh, no, I just decided on TikTok. I don't do it on uh, on Sunday, but um, usually Sunday in the evening early, I, I always do like three lives a week on TikTok on my channel. And um, I decided that Sunday, probably about nine, eight or 9 p.m. on it's Christmas only Eve. only 10 last night. I was gearing up for <laughs> it's 10. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to be more about nine-ish. Um, landing a wrapping around it. <laughs> yeah, it's about nine nine p.m. Eastern. I'm going to be on TikTok live. So if you want to follow me on TikTok, that's totally cool. Uh, you can see me under um, at Medium David Hansel. If it if it has under ninety eight thousand followers, then it's an imposter because I have like thirty or forty of them on there. It's it's really frustrating. That oh yeah, you just had some imposters. Yeah. Oh and no, then, it's been it's been pretty steady for a while now. It's been pretty upsetting, actually. Um, Jen, if people want to participate, could you tell let them know where your group is or what the name of your group is and where they yeah. can find you? It is on Facebook, and I had to write it down because I never remember. So if you just search paranormal associates of l and a letter l like lucy and a like apple um yeah that's our little face group 
Facebook group. Apparently, Phil made a public one and a private one. I don't know the difference really, but <laughs> well, public everybody can join. Involved. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes the private is really helpful. You know, some people um, uh, feel safer to be vulnerable to share some of the experiences that they've had when it's in a private yeah, right. uh, when it's in a private group because sometimes it's very personal and. And that's where we tend to post clips or EVPs that we've caught and stuff like that in the private group. Yeah. And Laura Lee, where can people find you? Uh, you can get a whole, um, you can just look me up on any social media under Laura Lee Podfin or the Angel Rock. And uh, if you want to ever book a reading or do mentoring, teaching, uh, answer lots of questions, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com for Sashi Angel Rock. And I have two groups on Facebook too, Paranormal University for all things paranormal and the Angel Rocker Tribe for more spiritual type things. So thank you for having us tonight. Really oh my gosh, this was, was a blast. This I was know. a blast. I, I got all those like questions ready and we didn't even need them, but I had it on the, the backup. Just You're always just prepared. Case. You so much work. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Ted. Thank you, Ted. Oh, there we go. Okay, paranormal. Oh, sorry. I'll put this back up. Thank you. There we go. You're a rock star, Ted. Much appreciated. Yeah, my God, the time goes so fast when we do Oh, this. I'm doing a show yeah. I forgot to mention. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you guys off, but I nope. quickly, I just thought of that. The Angel Rock, 6 to 8 p.m. here on UPRN. I am doing a show Christmas night, Eastern Standard Time. So if you got something you want to hang out, uh, anybody wants to join me on that night, we get to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. I love when I do a show on my own. So it'll be lots of fun. So yeah. I hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday season. I hope that you are safe and and warm and that your heart is light and peaceful. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing uh, for the 29th show yet. Uh, it's going to be a surprise. I haven't figured it out. So we could just be, you know, chatting. But I hope that you are here with me. Uh, thank you so much, Jen. I it, it was oh, so good. You. I can't. Yeah, it was wonderful no. to, to catch up and and. Yeah spend time with you talking about the things that we both um enjoy right yeah and thank you for being so generous and offering oh i love it i look forward to it about the, i want to i'm going to join your group because i want to know more. <laughs> i love paranormal groups. i like real awesome. paranormal people you know yes real yeah. paranormal people that's yeah. awesome so thank you everybody for being here thank you everybody that joined in the chat and and a huge shout out to the united public radio network and the ufo paranormal radio network 105.3 and 107.7 new orleans and good night everybody happy right. holidays Thanks, and guys. be safe everybody. nice to meet you guys merry right. christmas Good night. 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 Did you hit that button?